Hello, and welcome to a couple of crickets podcast. I'm Little Box, and I'm a cricket. I'm Goodell. I'm also a cricket. And joining us today is a very special guest, which I'm very excited about. It is our worst enemy, host of the Grounds Patrol podcast. And, uh, the castle on the other side of the playground. That's me. <laughs> right. Well, welcome, Will Comer. Hey, guys. What's up? What are you doing around here? <laughs> I'm the king of my castle, and you can't come in it. It, it. There's a playground, and my castle's on one side, and yours is on the others. And I'm throwing, I'm uh, throwing well, rocks at fair. you. That's not fair. I want to, I want to play on your side of the playground. Why can't I play on your side? <laughs> I guess if you don't mind, I'd like to start off with the first question. If you, okay, uh, we would have gone, to, we would have gone down that road for a, a long time. <laughs> yeah, and I promise this question, this question is not going down that road. Um, Good. <laughs> when you started Grounds Patrol, was it exclusively to spite us, or did you have, you know, secondary and tertiary reasons? <laughs> No, exclusively. Okay. I just woke up and I just kind of reached, uh, you know, stretched in the morning and yawned a bit and said, like, what can I do to ruin these guys' day? The <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I told you, Goodell, he's not good news. Actually, though, what, uh, what convinced you to start uh, a Newgrounds community podcast? Uh, it was a couple things, I guess, as it always is. One, uh, a lot of podcasts I was listening to was kind of getting me inspired to do a news community podcast and I just felt like it would be cool so when I started doing the podcast it was just because I felt like it would be an interesting thing to do and it might be fun but it wasn't long after I started putting the idea together that I started getting this other sort of reason bubbling in the back of my mind and that was that I would really really like to see Newgrounds grow and maybe my little vehicle could be a way to help it grow a little bit so if right. I could empower the artists and I could you know bolster the website and maybe if I could get you know more people outside of Newgrounds listening to it so it became more of a empowering thing so I right. would have made Grounds Patrol to try to build Newgrounds and build the people you know I think I can't really speak for Little Bucks but I think that's kind of kind of our train of thought too I mean I I love Newgrounds and I have for a really long time so to me you know being able to engage with the community especially through a new or a podcast that's based on Newgrounds and with somebody that I met through Newgrounds just feels like a good way to, I don't know if giving back to the community is the right word for it, but, you know, be involved with the community. So yeah. I think, yeah, I think we're on pretty, pretty similar wavelengths there. For sure. Yeah, because when we first started, we had no idea what this show was going to be about. We kind of had little things and bits and pieces. And uh, here we are. We still don't quite know what the show's about, but we have uh, the Newgrounds <laughs> connection and so I think that's something that we really build on. Yeah. It's funny that we both had that situation where we started just because, like, we thought it might be cool to put our voice on the air in some way. Right. And <laughs> we, we very quickly found that maybe this would be a better experience for everybody if there was a bit more bite to it than that. <laughs> well, see, and I think... I, I think that's, you know, so I don't know if you've if you've checked on this. I know that I certainly have, and I'm sure Little Box has as well. You've got about twice as many followers as we do. Yeah, <laughs> and, what's up uh, with that? Like I said, I, sandbox, bigger, bigger castle. And I think the reason for that is pretty self-explanatory. You know, you're you've got grounds in the name, and it's it's pretty clear what your podcast is. And at this point, it's like it's too late to change our name. You know what I mean? We're, <laughs> we're kind of. Hey, what's wrong with our name? What's wrong with our name, Goodell? I, I love our name. I love our name. I'm just saying, you know, I think that's what I was saying before we started recording that, uh, you know, it seems like you had a bit more vision going into it than we did. Um, and that's kind of played out in your favor. Well, I appreciate that. 
I don't in any way think that your podcast is worse because it's a different vision than mine at all. Oh, sure, I hope no. you guys realize that. You, I have more of a setup where you are two personalities talking about the things going on in Newgrounds and also talking about yourselves, and that creates a little bit more of a build in a fan base because rather than people signing up immediately because they know Newgrounds, they're signing up over the course of time because they're getting to know you guys. That's very so, flattering. I, <laughs> the I think the more people listen to you, the more, the more they're going to appreciate you guys as icons and as personalities, and they're going to be all for it. Just, and it, just watch. That is one thing that I do want to say now that we've kind of grilled you a little bit, is that I, I love Grounds <laughs> Patrol. I, I mentioned earlier, I've listened to every episode. I, I really enjoy that. You know, I, me, me giving you a hard time is just, just, for, just for kicks. I'm, you know, I, I really think it's great that we have multiple podcasts going on now on Newgrounds. I don't know if there's really any others. I honestly haven't really looked into it too much. That's definitely something I should do. I don't um, think there are. I think we're the only two people right now. Well, and that's and that's really exciting, you know. And maybe that'll grow more, you know. I I'd love to see like just you, just like you were saying before. I I want to see new grounds grow, and I think uh, you know, when I first saw when I first saw Grounds Patrol, uh, just like popping up on the front page, I I had a, a range of emotions, but I was I was mostly just excited. And you know, now I'm really excited to have you on the show too, because I think there's a lot of I think there's a lot of good dialogue we can have between the two shows. Yeah, so, I appreciate it. So let's uh, let's go ahead and like, get into uh, that if you don't mind. Yeah. Or did you? What no, were you saying? I was just gonna say it's the phrase, you know, a rising tide lifts all boats. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, when exactly. When people get into us, they're gonna get into all of us. Right. The new, new grounds podcasting in general is a new movement. So when we grow, we're gonna grow right there together. So yeah, yeah let's. Guess I like your show too. <laughs> All right, so I've got I've got a couple questions for you outside of the realm of um, the podcasts. First of all. When, if ever, are we going to see a fixed version of Erotic Paul? Where is it? Oh, God. I think part of the reason it hasn't come out yet is because I was embarrassed. I was just like, I can't look at it without just kind of thinking about how annoying it was that that happened. It just was a black screen on startup and nobody could ever play it. It's a mix of that and just, I don't even know what I would do to fix it at this point. I ported that game to HTML5 way too late. I don't understand enough about HTML5. I see. So when I when I get over my personal shame, how's that? <laughs> okay, sure, sure. I was I was curious because you you talked about it with Psycho Goldfish. You made your news post about it, and so I was just curious, you know, if and when we'd ever see it because. Because that actually leads me to my next point. I love baseball. Baseball is an incredible little game. For anybody who doesn't <laughs> know, baseball is a game that you can find right on Will's user page. It's it's a lovely little, just simple, just one one click or one button press to play the game. And it's hilarious. It's, it's wacky, it's zany, and it's a ton of fun. So, um, Thank you so much. I really honestly appreciate that. Of course. You know, that's that brings me to, uh, just out of curiosity, why... I know uh, that was for Pixel Day, right? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. What, uh, what, <laughs> how'd you come up with the idea for baseball? It came actually before even putting it on Newgrounds was an idea. It was just uh, something I made that I wanted to make in an hour, just to see if I could, like, have a little thing where you could press a button and a baseball guy would swing his bat. That's all right. it was. I just wanted to make that as a little pastime one afternoon thing. And it was, I guess, later that I was like, what if there's a game where just kind of 
surreally some things could happen that would come at the player that he have to hit with the bat that weren't <laughs> normal. Like, let's have a ball first, but then let's have three balls second. And then I had in my head, like, the ball would turn into a plant, and then it would be put in the ground, and then the flower would sprout out of that and give you the ball, and you hit it. And I just kind of made myself giggle with that. So that was the idea. Fun fact about that, it was going to be uh, played one level at a time, and each level was going to be the things that you end up seeing. Like, but then you, you ended up, like, randomizing it, right? Yeah, so I guess very light spoilers if anybody wants to go play it before they hear this then go for it. But right now the way the game works is you are in a constant loop of just the ball being hit normally in a very normal scenario. And then every time like a little chance that you'll get a little nugget of something else. And it goes to one of, I think like 16 different devices where you have some weird scene where there's a triangle and you have to hit it on time with the orchestra. <laughs> <laughs> Those were going to be just 16 levels. And you know how sometimes you have a project and you let it kind of balloon a little bit bigger than yeah. you think you might be able to actually do? Right. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. So I said, what can I do this, to boil this down to a place where I can actually release this in maybe a week or two? And it's not just going to go into my hard drive as something that would have taken 10 years. And I just made it with the one level and you kind of get little glimpses of the other levels. That was it. I And I think that's brilliant too. I think that's part of why I love it so much because it's highly unpredictable uh i don't know i don't know how familiar you are with uh the work of neil sissiriga but he's got an older video i, I don't know by older but uh, a couple years ago he put out a video called what's dylan grillin and uh, <laughs> and baseball reminds me a lot of what's dylan grillin in in the best way possible so that's a good compliment <laughs> uh so i've got another question about your user page if you don't mind would you uh would you care to explain what's going on in your in your banner at the, at the top of your page? Oh, yeah, I just noticed that. What, what's going on? <laughs> uh, it was a picture I had in my pictures folder, and I had to fill that fill that space with something, and and there it is. <laughs> great, great. Okay, good. I want to. I want to ask me. about There's the no body double. I was gonna say I, I want to ask about the uh, the origin of the image. Then I think that'll I think that'll suffice. <laughs> Let's do a reverse image. Dude, I wish there was. Boy. I should think of an origin for that picture. That would be a great origin story for it. It was an improv group I was part of in college. That was all it was. Uh, I see. Yeah. If you, if you go to think of an uh, of a backstory for it, wouldn't that be uh, lying? Are you trying yeah, to say but... you're trying to say you're a liar? What are you, my mom? We don't have liars <laughs> on this show. <laughs> Take me to church. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, uh, I like that uh, picture on Twitter because when you scroll down, the uh, banner goes to a very sl small sliver of the picture itself. And I didn't plan this, but it goes right down to my nipple only. You should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. <laughs> okay, I just did oh, a reverse incredible. image search on it, and all I'm getting is a bunch of bare-chested images that I didn't want to see. <laughs> Just to make sure you're well, so you don't you already you, yourself. You already you already admitted <laughs> to being a liar. We just had to we just had to double check. Okay, yeah, sure. So uh, aside from aside from making um, Grounds Patrol and aside from making a couple lovely little games, uh, you also have quite a musical history. Um, yeah, that was my it, Newgrounds life. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, that's kind of your your origin on Newgrounds is you started by posting music, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when I was 
doing Newgrounds when I was into it, when I was a little younger, that's all I did. I was the audio portal resident, one of them. So yeah, it was all music. Yeah, you also have a uh, you also have a lot of uh, posts in the forums too. So, back um, then, the forums were kind of how you talked to each other. You know, there wasn't social media as much back then. Right, right. Which is which is interesting because I started coming to Newgrounds in probably 2011 is probably when I first showed up, and then I didn't make my first account in 2012. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I never really got into the forums too much. I use them a little bit now, but for the most part, the majority of my posts are just from Tom's news posts. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, that's an interesting sort of relic of the site. I mean, obviously it's still active. There's still people who use it, but I imagine probably not like it used to be. No. I'd imagine uh, the forums is like the best example of one of those things on Newgrounds that are most uh, paradoxical (laughs) to people outside of Newgrounds versus how much people inside Newgrounds need it, so you're never going to be able to get rid of it. Yeah. That's That's that bigger issue of like... There's a lot of Newgrounds, if we're trying to talk about growing it, there's a lot of it that is going to be really hard to grow, and forums is one of them, man. People still talk on them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start yeah. a thread right now. I'm going to call it, We Need Tom Fult Memes. You should, get in, you should get in the, the Grounds Patrol Discord then, because there's a Terabyte NG is all about those Tom Fult memes. Yeah, we got a oh, meme what? machine in that Discord. I, I, don't, yeah. I don't know how that Discord of mine has grown so quickly. I barely can see what's going on on it anymore. <laughs> oh, I got to join that Discord. One second. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun place. I like hanging out there. I had Just a, go to uh, bit.ly slash Grounds Patrol. Shameless plug. Yes. <laughs> one of many. Oh, I'm going to be peppering those throughout everything today. So uh, I did want to talk some more about your music. You, uh, I believe it was in 2015, you soundtracked a game called Cartesian. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, what was that? Tell us about that experience. That was, I'm not sure if that was specifically a Newgrounds project from the beginning. This is one of the only times I was making music for somebody else. Uh, the guy's name is The Shark, TH3Shark. And mm-hmm. uh, he and I have met doing some Pokemon fan game project that got destroyed by Nintendo and he moved on to make a, one of his first independent games and he got me to do music for it it was really fun it's good yeah. one of my first experiences actually collaborating on a game which is a weird universe isn't it right you, you say one of your first experiences but uh, if I'm not wrong in 2012 oh, no. you seem to have done some soundtrack for another game should uh, we talk about that or no <laughs> Uh-oh. I told I you again, he's going to break. Gonna come haunt me. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. I ain't holding back. So, uh, the game, if I'm not mistaken, was Meet and Fuck Robots 2. Is that correct? Yeah. You know, the sequel's always better. <laughs> so, uh, how did that come to be? Were you were you in the forums and you were like, hey, I'd really love to soundtrack one of these games? Or did they did they reach out to you? How did that happen? No, it was a, a real-life friend of mine. We actually sat in his bedroom and made it over one night. <laughs> and I, I will defend myself. If you play that game, you'll understand where my sense of humor for baseball came from. It's a meet-and-fuck game that actually has the same sense of humor as baseball, and that's all I'll say. All right, all right, fair enough. I'd say that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good justification there. <laughs> so, um... I'd like, to, I'd like to dig a little deeper then, since we're already here. I was checking out your Wix website. And, uh, oh God! Uh, and Which a fair, um, <laughs> good question. Uh, <laughs> I think it's Will Will TK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. So, 
So um, some of that website seems to be broken. I mean, the SoundCloud link is missing. Like, it seems like you just deleted a whole SoundCloud account, um, and then some of it's gone. And it makes no mention of Grounds Patrol, so I guess you ain't been updating that lately, yeah? Are you guys actually secretly the IRS? Because this is starting to sting like an audit. <laughs> yeah, you know, this is like, this is creepy. What, what's, what's going on here? I'm well, going to be honest with you. the way I, I named myself in college, like in my freshman year of college. It only lasted a year. I had so many creative things throughout my life that didn't actually go anywhere because it's fun to start a project. It's not so fun to actually follow through on it. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I understand. So, yeah, you, um... You were Will TK then, but before that you were Stupor, is that right? That's right, and the, you were talking about my forum post on Newgrounds, that was actually under the name Stupor. I was a more active member under the name Stupor. I see. Even before that, however, you were uh, Stake89? Yes. So what's with all these name changes? Just couldn't and Even before that, one? you were but a sperm in your father's body. <laughs> <laughs> so what, why, why did it take you so long to settle on a name? Are you uh, trying to dodge the IRS? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, we're talking about my life as a creative kid. We're, we're talking about a guy who was a teenager and had no idea what he was going to do with his life. No mm -hmm. idea who he wanted to be artistically or career-wise. A kid who, like, I, honestly, I would have changed my name every year because I didn't... I was probably doing a different thing every year. Yeah. I, I find that I'm... I'm 25 now. I think this is the first time I'm actually being able to, like, settle in on one creative thing. Yeah. Yeah. So you're not wrong, dude. I was a million people, and none of them went anywhere. Like, and once it was <laughs> six months gone, I was like, this is boring. Let me go. It's like, it, the, on, the internet was my version of, like, blocks as a little kid. I just built it and broke it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Me too. That's actually a great, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> No, that's, that's exactly how I was. I, in fact, I'm actually kind of scared now because I think Goodall's going to dig up all my old usernames because I had so many. <laughs> before I even had Box, I had just so many. Before I, Plastic I, I Apple? Even? Yeah, I mentioned yeah, before Plastic Apple, if you can believe it. I'm posting the uh, We Need More Tom Fult Memes thread right now. All right, it's up in general. <laughs> Great. I, I, I attached sure the meme that, that, that I sent you. I sent you a good L where it's the Tom Fult front page post and he says, I'm deleting Newgrounds. Right. That's oh, that. <laughs> I want to see all these Tom Fult memes coming in. <laughs> uh, before we get, before we stray too far from Stake89, um, I was just hoping I could give you a little, <laughs> I just, before I could, <laughs> just hope to give you a little <laughs> chance here to kind of redeem yourself. Because on July 7th of 2009, you made a news post as Stake89 claiming that you hate Newgrounds. And I was just wondering if you'd <laughs> oh, like no. to, I was just wondering oh, if you'd like to take this, this opportunity to publicly apologize for that blasphemy. Internet? Hi, this is Will Comer. Um, I am so, so sorry. <laughs> what year did you say it was? 2009. 2009? Let me do the math here. Ten years ago? 2007. I am very sorry that eight years ago, a teenage version of myself was angsty against the world and struck out against a hand that fed and just made a real mess of himself. And, uh, so beautiful. <laughs> so on a, on a lighter note than that, something a little, uh, a better quality, I guess. I, I'm curious if when you made bacon, you, uh, <laughs> if you knew that it was going to end up with, what is it? 21,000 listens. No, it pissed me off. 
<laughs> Why? It was the old, it was a classic diva old Hollywood thing of like, well, I've done so many things you've never heard of, and yet this piece of drivel you think is the best thing on earth. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you feel when it was, I, uh, if I'm not wrong, it was used in a, a one game and one movie? Um, how did you feel about those, that game and that movie? Was it a mix of like, I'm honored you use my work, but why that one? Or was it just like, come I on, I think at please. that point, I was defeated. I was a defeated man. And when I saw that it was on a game and an animation in that year, I was like, oh, that's cool, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was... Wiping I thought my it was... tears with Newgrounds dollar bills a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I thought, I thought that was kind of interesting. Because um, I guess it makes sense in a way that definitely is the kind of thing that, like, that would pick up traction on Newgrounds, I guess. Yeah, that was for April Fool's Day. Oh, no, I didn't. That was for Kevin Bacon Day, the April Fool's Day on Newgrounds that year. Oh. I didn't, that, that didn't just come out of my head. No, that was my contribution to the April Fool's Day Kevin Bacon theme. Do you remember that? Were you there for that? I don't think so, no. I mean, if I, if I, no, I really don't think so, actually. <laughs> that was so that year, uh, Newgrounds completely reskinned as Bacon Grounds, a tribute site to Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, there was a text replacer in the forums. Where it, whatever you, whenever you said I or I am, it would replace it automatically to Kevin Bacon or Kevin Bacon is. <laughs> and it was like, Kevin Bacon is mad that Kevin Bacon has to see this Kevin Bacon bullshit. <laughs> Everything. <laughs> all, the, uh, all the icons for the art and the games and the audio were all changed to Kevin Bacon's face. It was a nightmare, man. It was great. That was my contribution to it. I was like, I have three hours. I'm in my room. I'm a child. I have nothing to do. I'm going to make the dumbest song I've ever heard of in my life. And I did. <laughs> and a legacy was born. <laughs> it truly was. <laughs> a year before Bacon, maybe only a number of months, I'm not checking the exact dates, uh, you put out a track called Nosebleed. If I'm not mistaken, just reading through some of the reviews, it appears to have been part of some sort of contest or something similar. This is, this is definitely before my time on Newgrounds, so... Yeah, that was uh, the, I think it was the worst song ever contest. I'm okay. not kidding. I think that's what it was. Yeah, make the worst possible song. How'd you do? Oh, I don't know. I think I was second and like some stupid inside joke meme was first, but I really felt like mine was robbed. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the uh, worst piece of sound I've ever heard. So <laughs> I feel honored to kind of be part of that, you know? Sure. Of course. Of course. Uh, on the contrast side of that, just direct opposite. What would you say is your best musical creation, and why is it the Super Mario Brothers theme vocal cover? <laughs> I didn't think anybody had seen that. <laughs> I didn't think anybody on the internet had seen that piece of audio. Yeah, I do think that's my best work. I And I can see why. It's honestly, if, if Mozart had heard that, he would have just put the quill down and been like, I'll never beat it. I'll never top that. I've always said that. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> In, in all seriousness, no, what, uh, what would you say is your, your personal favorite music project that you've done? My personal favorite? Let's see. I've never quite been that proud of the music. Most of it was from a long time ago. If you, sure. you know, I think I only have like one or two pieces of audio from this year, and the rest was from many, many years ago. Mm -hmm. I would say the Cartesian soundtrack was probably the best of it, though. I'm really proud of that. I think yeah. it had kind of a mature sound to it that an actual musician would make and not uh, a kid. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I thought I thought the soundtrack for Cartesian was very well done, actually. I listened through it um, a couple days ago now, and uh, 
I just found myself thinking, you know, this is... It, it's unique. I mean, it's got its own style to it, but at the same time, it's kind of like quintessentially video game music. It's just music that I, I, you know, I really see it as being a core part of that game. I mean, it wouldn't have been the same without that music, you know. I mean, it, it would have been drastically different. And so I think I think that was probably a pretty fun project for you, if I had to guess. And and I, I can understand why that would be... Uh, why that would be kind of your top pick because because you're right it is very professional so when when you were doing that did you i mean how closely were you working with the with the actual developer the shark so that was i mean he and i were friends online but that was kind of more of a cut and dry business deal he paid me for a certain amount of songs and he kind of told me what the levels were going to be like and you know he uh paid for a certain amount and i created a certain amount and there was a one boss song and like three or four normal level songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I was just kind of curious about that. So I've been kind of dominating this uh, this interview here. Um, so I just have I have one more question, and then I'll pass it over to Little Box, and then I think we've got some Newgrounds news to talk about. But uh, yeah. uh, my, my, my last question is, if you just... <laughs> I'm just curious about how you feel about this now, um, because I found a post by you that had aged uh, interestingly, to say the least, on, uh, on August 21st of 2011, you said that YouTube is a great and underrated site that unfortunately hasn't been getting the attention it deserves. Hopefully by advertising it here, I can bring this nigh-unknown website a bit further into the limelight. Who knows, maybe it will someday be as glorious and popular as the audio portal. Do you think oh, that boy. you are solely... That was, that was funny you, then, wasn't I? <laughs> are you solely responsible for uh, creating the the mega giant that YouTube is today? <laughs> uh, I plead the fifth on that because I <laughs> think I might be killed um, if I say that. But boy, can I tell you, I must have been a funny kid because that's some grade A level comedy right there. Why am I not writing for SNL? Come on, come on, people. <laughs> yeah, I just I thought it was interesting because you know I remember a time too when when YouTube wasn't owned by Google first of all, or by Alphabet, I guess. Yeah. And and it was definitely very different then. Think about it. YouTube before Google felt and looked a lot more like Newgrounds. You're right. You're We're right. talking really more good. about the differences between a big company-owned website and a small, independent, non-company-owned website. Yeah. That's the same thing with old Tumblr and new Tumblr. We're talking about like the website before and after it gets owned by big internet and what that changes in it. So like I said, I've I've kind of I've kind of dominated this whole last half hour. Little box, do you have any questions or anything you'd like to well, anything you'd ha- like to bring up with our lovely special guest? I only have one question, but before I ask, I've gotten two responses on my thread. It's uh, let's see, first we got seven C's saying I wish he would, as in delete new grounds, and then uh, <laughs> uh sol- sol- solison medic. Uh, response to that by saying, but if he did, then we wouldn't get to see his news anymore. So I think that brings up a very good point. Um, Tom Fulp really news would, him. would destroy would be destroyed. I don't know though. I mean, there might be some uh, Tom Fulp sex tape around new uh, around uh, Pornhub or whatever. You never know. Who knows? It might even be on Newgrounds, just on one of those buried pages <laughs> that you like. Maybe maybe it's like when you hit level sixty, uh, it's like a secret <laughs> that you unlock. <laughs> Newgrounds as Scientology confirmed. Hey, Cyber Devil, <laughs> how about you tell us about that, uh, <laughs> that Tom video? Call me out, Cyber Devil. <laughs> Share those Tom Fulton nudes. 
Um, uh, so my, going back to my, my one and only question, um, British office or American office? Oh boy. You're really putting me on like the crucifix here a little bit, you know? Well, not the crucifix, but okay. Well, what am I going to say here? I'll say American office because that's the one I've seen more of. But I totally respect that American Office is only be good because of what the British Office was first. So, you know. Is that diplomatic enough? Have I angered a little, <laughs> little amount of people? That is the single most non-offensive answer I've heard. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so if that, if that does it for the interview, um, I did have one little topic that had come up uh, in in the Grounds Patrol Discord a couple days ago, maybe about a week or more ago, uh, and it was, I know Terrorbyte was talking about it, and I was kind of involved in the conversation, and um, I'm not even sure who else was really there for it, but uh, the sort of, I, I think you had chimed in a little bit, Will, but the, the concept was like, to what what point can we um, contextualize some of the, I guess, more quote-unquote cringy parts of the history of Newgrounds, some of the more, you know, less less public-friendly um, submissions that, you know, were arguably more popular back in the day? I, uh, I was kind of just wondering if you'd like to extrapolate a little bit on your ideas as far as that's concerned. Sure. So we're talking about, like, I think we had a conversation on the Discord about, like, are we proud of Pico School? You yeah, know? stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, even though Pico School is very just, very much just a parody game of Columbine, which is really out of taste. Like, right. <laughs> I think, yeah, it was interesting to hear that people would be proud of Pico School as a reputation for a website. I would think that that's something that you kind of wouldn't be that proud of. And I love Newgrounds. I love it to death. But I think one of the things we ended up talking about in that thread, I think I love Newgrounds more despite that kind of edgelord history and not because of it, you know? Right. There's a lot of things that Newgrounds means to me for, and it's a lot of, it's important to me in a lot of ways. But that kind of side of old school, mid-2000s edgelord humor is not where I was, and that's not one of the reasons I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I, I think I feel the same way. Um, and, I don't know. Maybe I, I think I'll always have a soft spot for it. I don't. I don't know. It's just, it, 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 it That's how Newgrounds kind of differentiated itself. And when you're like 13 or whatever, and you're surfing around the web, you're gonna play violent video games and stuff. And so, I think, uh, I think I'll always have a little spot in my heart for Pico shooting off some guy's balls. <laughs> <laughs> I think. I think I might have felt that way too when I was younger and because um, I definitely I, I'm a, a little bit ashamed to admit this and it's not normally something I would be putting out there but I I mean I was a bit of an edgelord myself <laughs> and uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't <laughs> I don't necessarily look back look back at that too fondly <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. Aside from that, um, I do want to talk about the uh, 
the post that Tom made today. I don't, actually, I don't know what when we're putting out this episode tomorrow, maybe. But I don't know when you're hearing this. It it doesn't matter. Uh, the post that Tom <laughs> made that. on April twenty third, twenty nineteen, um, is about this. Uh, thing that I just heard about today from this post actually maybe some other people had already heard about it uh, I guess some people are saying in this thread that they'd seen it talked about in the forums before but it's called the Wick editor and uh, John Wick yeah the John, John, John Wick, Wick editor is John Wick 3 finally no. out <laughs> it's called the Wick editor and it is a uh, it's a browser based animation software that can also be used to make games it uh it uses uh javascript um and it's it's very similar in a lot of ways in terms of like layout and available tools to uh to adobe animate or honestly more specifically to flash uh in fact it reminds me a little bit more of like the old old kind of flash like back when it was still macromedia's flash and uh, and I think that's pretty neat. Um, I like. I mean, it's completely free. You just go to the Wick Editor website and you can go ahead and start on it. And in ways, it reminds me of Flash, but because it's browser based, I don't know if either of you are familiar with this or anybody who's listening to this. But I used to. I before I was on Newgrounds, I used to use this website a lot called Anaboom. And Anaboom had a browser based animation software as well that it was called shapeshifter and that's how i learned how to animate that's that's really where i got started with this whole internet cartoons thing and uh and it's it's honestly really reminiscent in a lot of ways for that uh, to anaboom's shapeshifter for me just i don't know if that's just because it's browser based or what but um i find that really endearing and so i've been playing around with it all day and I'm pretty impressed with it. There are it certainly has an its own set of flaws and things that need to be fixed. It's still sort of in development. I don't know. I found it to be pretty intuitive, pretty easy to use, but I'm pretty familiar with the old Flash. And uh Chisha posts in in this thread, he's the as I'm looking at it, he's the most recent post. He said that it seems like it's not a really non-noob friendly tool. And I guess before that, I was kind of thinking that it was, but now that I realize sort of my own bias and that I I did use Flash a lot when I was, I mean, starting from when I was pretty young, maybe it's just because that I use Flash that it's intuitive to me. But either way, I'm excited about it. I think it seems like a really cool software and uh, could be even just, you know, a potential replacement for Flash going forward, what with, you know, Adobe products being so expensive and um, and Flash player getting killed off. It seems pretty neat to me. I don't know what you all think. I'm just looking at it for the first time, and it looks like this could be a really big deal. Yeah. You know, people were talking about how with the decline of Flash, games got a lot harder to make because you're going to be making them in different software instead. If something like this takes off, that, and if it made game making for the website easier, we could be getting a lot more games in the near future. Hell, f- I'll make Erotic Paul again if it's on Wick. <laughs> hey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's Don't what I'm thinking that. too. And that's uh, yeah, that's I've actually what I, a little bit. It's it seems uh, it's it's pretty interesting. Yeah, so that's I I've spent a number of hours just playing around with it today, um, kind of getting familiar with it. It took me a bit because I'm not super familiar with JavaScript. Uh, I mostly use C sharp, but it JavaScript is very very similar to C sharp in a lot of ways. So it didn't take me too long to kind of get into it. And I'm working on a little prototype game. I don't know if I'm going to put it through the portal or if I'll just put it on like my, my dumping grounds or something but um i def i posted in the thread that i would come back with some 
some feedback on the software and also just you know I'll show whatever I'm able to make with it uh, and so far I've got a list of some feedback and I'm I don't know either way I'm really excited about it I think it's a pretty neat software and I'm excited to see where it goes I think it's got a lot of potential for sure agreed me too all right, so should we go ahead and get started on our new ground spotlights? New ground spotlights. <laughs> For context, we usually do this about fifteen minutes in. So oh, that's fine. Well, I mean, I know you're. It's all your need... fault. Yeah, it's all your fault. All right. Though. Well, uh, yeah. Thank that's all we have time for now, guys. Congratulations, uh, you ruined this episode. Get out of here. You did it. You you ruined this podcast. That's why you came on, isn't it? You came on <laughs> so you could ruin this podcast, so your podcast would win. I knew it. Well, let's just say that I'm the big castle and you're the little castle, and this is just the trebuchet firing fireballs at you. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, I gotta okay. say, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm very. Does it, does it count if your dad helps you build the castle? Huh? Is that is that is that a thing? Hmm? Let's be honest, all of our dads helped us build all of these castles, all right? <laughs> no, my mom helped me with my castle. My dad, I don't, I don't have a dad. Hey, are you okay, man? Are I, you okay? I, I don't. Hey, come here, I'm sorry. So this week on Newgrounds, I've only, <laughs> 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 I've, um, I've only favorited uh, two videos. Um, I thought I, I did more. But I checked this morning, and I only favorited one, so I favorited another. So the first one I have is called <laughs> Jesus Christ Kill This Demon With a Gun by Sayori Zor. <laughs> Sayori <laughs> Zor. Jesus and, Christ and, Kill This Demon With a Gun. And it's Jesus Christ. He's killing a naked demon with a gun, and there's a bunch of new demons behind him, and I just, he's just shooting a demon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that good. But, Sounds good. <laughs> but I, I, I enjoyed it. And then uh, the next one I got is by Davis Tunes, and it's called TV Star, and um, it's uh, <laughs> it's about a family and um, their sons on TV. But uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna spoil it for anyone who hasn't seen it. But uh, it's a real knee slapper. It really is. All right. Only ten and seconds long too, so yes. definitely worth checking out. It, it definitely is. It's a real knee slapper. Um, well, definitely one of my favorites for the year. I'm gonna put this for the for the yearly <laughs> awards. Wow, already, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Picking a picking a top for the year in April. Yep. Nothing, <laughs> nothing can beat it. Bold move. Nothing can beat it. <laughs> so who's next? I'll go ahead and go next. So. I favorited a couple things. I don't know exactly which ones I'm going to talk about today. I definitely want to give a shout out, first of all, to a little piece called Furniture by Bullcut Pig. It's a it's a nice little nice little animation about half a minute long with that classic VHS style kinda going on to it, the little, you know, VHS distortions going on above everything, which is something I personally find very endearing. Uh, and it's uh, just somebody cooking some burgers. It's just, it's just somebody cooking some burgers. No, I don't know. There is a little twist at the end. Nothing too, nothing too hectic, but it's got a nice like old cartoon feel to it. I really enjoyed that one. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, another one that doesn't necessarily need my shout out, but I'm gonna give it anyway. Spermicide by Thank Nog was a lovely piece. Got uh, daily second place. It was front paged. It's looking at almost 2,000 views as of this recording. And it's about uh, it's about one sperm 
who kills another sperm in a very brutal fashion. And it's got a hilarious twist at the end as well. Pretty good piece. Uh, the next one that I'll give a shout out to, uh, just I think today, uh, April 23rd, won, uh, yeah, won the daily feature. It is Annoyed Yoshi by Sir Lenward. This one, this one I mostly liked just for the animation style. It's got a, it's got a feel to it that reminds me a lot of, um, you know, the sort of big names. And uh, it's pretty short. It's got a, got a little shock moment at the end that definitely got me. And uh, the last, actually, two more. I want to call out two more videos. First of all, um, Antisocial Animated by The Real Cornelius. Is just a little music video loop, and it's pretty neat. I just I really like this one just visually. It's it's super unique. There's a lot of really cool angle work going on, and and uh, a lot of just like melty transitions and stuff that I uh, that are really appealing to me. That's the that's the kind of art I like, and uh, I I thought that one was pretty sweet. And it doesn't seem to have gotten very much attention. Not certainly not as much as it it should. It did get front page, but it's still only looking at about 300 views right now. Uh, so that one's pretty good. Definitely worth checking out. And the last movie that I'd like to give a shout out to is The Argument by Cheeto. Oh boy. So I've liked Cheeto for a long time. Cheeto's got some very nice videos. And this one, this one is probably my favorite. It's, uh, I, I don't want to spoil too much about it. I'll just say that the story is very well done. I would say probably the most robust out of any Cheeto that I've seen so far. Because Cheeto's videos tend to be uh, just like, just gags. Just like, usually they're pretty short. And if they are a little longer, it's like a running joke kind of thing. Um, but the argument is, I, I don't even know how to put it to words. I was absolutely blown away by it. Definitely go check that one out. It is 100% worth it. And that does it for me for movies. Uh, I guess from in the audio portal, just this morning, I got on Newgrounds and my whole front page, or like my whole feed, was just a long string of uploads by The Fat Rat. Uh, if anybody doesn't know who The Fat Rat is, uh, he's a music producer who has made lots of really fun tracks over the course of several several years and the cool thing about the fat rat is he releases all or most of his music just for free and it's free to use so people like use it in youtube videos or you can use it in your newgrounds videos or your games and i think that's awesome and he's a pretty big name too so for somebody to be doing that at the status that the fat rat is i think it's pretty incredible and just today, the Fat Rat released a, a Dota 2 music pack, which I guess, I was looking at this like Steam Workshop page, I guess it's like because a lot of people use his music in Dota 2 videos on YouTube, he decided he was going to make just a music pack straight up for Dota 2. And I think there's a Steam Workshop mod where it, those, those songs get added into the game, which is pretty cool. And I guess that does it for my Newground Spotlights. Will, did you have anything you wanted to wanted to talk about? Anything you saw that yeah. you thought stood um, out a so lot? So to be clear, is this are we just talking about like things that people we've been appreciating lately on Newgrounds or things? Yeah, yeah. like that. It's just videos and stuff. I'll or, tell you what. It doesn't it doesn't have to be videos, but yeah. Yeah, I don't have that much. Honestly, I don't get on the portal itself as much as I'd like to, and a lot of it doesn't speak to me nowadays. But 
Anyway, an artist I've been thinking is really cool lately, game designer named Stephen J. Miller. Have you, got, you guys know about the Stephen J. Miller games on the front page? Um, I don't think so. So they've been popping up, and unless you're paying attention, you would think they're just three completely random games and not realize they're all by the same person, but they all actually have the same kind of look to them. This is just a recent game developer who's really been on his grind lately, <laughs> and he's been putting out consistently good stuff. So his name again, like, because Stephen J. Miller, uh, yeah, Stephen with a V, J. Miller, all one word. And he had, he has had four games recently called, let's see, Overwrite, Omelets, Eye Contact, and Vampire Garden. They all have the same kind of look to them, and I'm pretty sure they've all been front page recently. And they're very, like, tightly designed, cool little snackable games. Uh, a lot of them have kind of puzzle aspects to them, portrayed through really, really simple and effective graphics with good color palettes. And nothing is really just, nothing is really wasted. It's just a really good compact little game. So I'd recommend keeping an eye on that dude. I think he's going to be really good for a really long time. That's awesome. Yeah, I will definitely check that out because that this seems really appealing. Also, for sure. this is... I don't know if this is technically a Newgrounds thing, but the guy we were talking about was on Newgrounds. You were talking about Cartesian? Yeah. So I just wanted to quickly say, now that I've looked it up and I actually remember what it's called, he went on to uh, create a bigger game that's on Steam called Vision Soft Reset. Really, really cool. Worth checking out. It has all the greatest stuff Cartesian did. So if you play Cartesian because we were talking about it today and you decide you want more of the game designer, Vision Soft Reset. Really cool thing. It's about time travel. I love it. Yeah, sweet. It's got a really nice art style, too. I'm looking at it on Steam right now. I like that. Yeah. It's an awesome concept that you wouldn't think would be executed so well. I Props to this guy. I mean, he's been a friend of mine for a long time, so when I saw him release this and finish it, I was like, yay! Friends doing great things, right? <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Hooray. Since you brought up games, um, and I'm looking at the front page right now, I can't believe I've never given this person a shout-out on the podcast before. Have either of you ever played any games by Stuffed Wombat? No. No. Nope. Alright, so I think, I think Will, I think you'd be really into it. I don't know, Little Box, I know you don't play a ton of games, but I don't know. They're very artistic, very cool. I think you might enjoy them. Okay. So Stuffed Wombat makes these games, I think he calls them like tiny games or something like that. But they're all just like really, I mean, they tend to be pretty short and they're just um, very, very minimalistic. So the first one that I ever... I ever tried, you know, the first one I noticed was called Sisyphus. Or no, Sissy Push. It's called Sissy Push, obviously <laughs> named after Sisyphus. Clever. And all it is is a, a little pixel room, and you move the mouse. There's no, like, button pressing or anything. All you do is move the mouse, and you try to push a boulder up this, like, really jagged hill with some, like, wacky physics stuff going on. And it's really hard to do, and then when you do it, it's just like, good job, you did it, do it again. And, uh, (laughs) you know, true to the Sisyphus myth. And it's just, like, it's stuff like that, and they, I find them very, uh, very satisfying. I mean, it's, it's all very, very simple, and, uh, they tend to be rather hard, but they're really well done. Um, my favorite was Handulum and Handulum Plus. Oh, and, uh, I did see that. Now I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, so just games like that. Train Game is also very good. Detailed was fun. I guess Train Game is literally a game that uh, Stuffed Wombat made on a train. Yep, during a two-hour-long train ride. So it just 
a two-hour game, and you would think, okay, maybe it's not good then because you only spent two hours on it. But no, no, it's 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 great. It's really fun. It's really simple uh, and really satisfying. So I really like Stuff Wombat, and I'm surprised I've never never given that shout out on this show before. But now I have. So does that do it for Newground Spotlights? I think so. You ready for the audio showcase? Let's go ahead and do the showcase. Start with uh, Thinking Back. Thinking Back. Are we going to do the jazz radio? You're listening to Newgrounds Radio. Thinking Back. Thinking Back by Lawn Reality. Yeah. And that, so that was, was thinking back by one reality. So what'd you guys think of that track? I think uh, I think those tags are some interesting choices and pretty pretty descriptive of the track. Although I am a bit confused as to the combination of sad and hopeful. I guess the two aren't mutually exclusive. Either way, uh, definitely a nice cinematic piece. Um, I could. 
you know, I could see that going on during a very, uh, very dramatic part of a film. Maybe, um, you know, somebody's going on a boat voyage and their their family is watching them depart and they're waving at each other and they're they're all everybody's trying not to cry but everybody's crying a little bit and it's at like and then the a boat very gets key point shark. in the film yeah and then the boat <laughs> gets eaten by dramatic. a very big shark <laughs> <laughs> the end it is very dramatic I mean yeah, not to put it, it is, down yeah. it is to be it is against the line of melodramatic like this is a daytime TV song <laughs> for me yeah I mean yeah. I'm not gonna no, knock I, it but it's yeah. so like oh, it yeah, sounds it, like it's something you'd use in the arms of an angel for you know what I mean yeah exactly <laughs> but I think that's what this was going for and so I think it's really nice can you imagine a movie where uh, somebody just gets eaten by a shark and a shark is slowly eating him and this music is still playing <laughs> It's like, like very violent. It's too. Like family are just watching graphic. and like a single tear rolls down. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like very bloody and there's like limbs flying around. <laughs> and the American flag starts waving. <laughs> not, not like in there's the background. Can do like superimposed. <laughs> yeah. Superimposed of the footage. He's in God's hands now. American. God's hands in the shark's mouth. It's the American shark. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we we got another one? Yes, we do. They Came From Within Erotic Flesh by Nathan Hassel. Prepare for a 180 on the, on the moods here. <laughs> Killer. All right. Roger, I had a very disturbing dream last night. In I found myself making love to a strange man. Only I'm having trouble, you see, because he's old and dying. And he smells bad, and I find him repulsive. But then he tells me that everything is erotic. That everything is sexual. And you know what I mean? And I believe him. And we make love beautifully.
that was Nathan Hassel's They Came From Within Erotic Flesh. Got those old school DMB vibes to it. Like that old yeah, really. dub DMB, old London club sound. I love it. Oh, yes. What's What I thought was interesting about it is I was... <laughs> I was kind of, uh, I guess in a way, pleasantly surprised to discover that this wasn't um, falling victim to the loudness wars, I yeah. guess. Like, it wasn't very overblown, like a lot of, a lot of like, modern drum and bass is. Um, yeah. I think there might be um, some, some room to improve as far as the mixing is concerned. Um, yeah. B- but... Not, I would say, like, technical thing... The drums are a little too loud and too dry. There's no really effects on them. It's, it kind of like sticks out from the mix. Right. So you're hearing the, you know, the samples, which aren't the best samples. I think for me, if I was going to recommend changing something about it, um, it would be just a little bit more variation throughout the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Because it seems like it kind of just ended up at a point where it, it had found a, a pattern that was good, but then didn't really get built upon from that pattern and i think uh i think there's definitely room to do that um i do want to say will you had brought this up at the start of the track that's a that's a pretty bold move going for like a whole minute of (laughs) exposition yeah yeah especially when your song is two minutes long (laughs) people are not going to listen best case they're going to skip forward and play the song that they see is louder worst case they're not going to listen to it because they're bored because the intro is too long so you got to believe in your product if you're going to have an intro like that, right? I don't know. I I, I kind of like that though. I don't I don't know why. It, it's it's short and sweet, and um, the sample kind of adds an eeriness to it. It's weird. Yeah, let's yeah. talk about like songs under artistic merit versus the things you need to do to make them successful on Newgrounds. I guess mm-hmm. we're talking about songs specifically, like in the context of the Newgrounds audio portal. I would love right. to put a huge intro on something, and I probably would if I wasn't putting it on Newgrounds. Maybe just make a a Newgrounds mix with a reduced intro. Yeah, I like. I almost would make a Newgrounds mix. You know, it would be a little bit cl- sooner to get to the main point of the song, and that's not to say that the intro is not good, but to say that like people are gonna listen to it more if the interesting part is more in the front, better for worse. You know. And then if they do like it, they might seek out the like long form mix yeah. as well. No, it's just no, it's to say you can't have a link right there in the author's notes to say here's the extended version if you like it. Right. Yeah. Now Nathan Hassel, this is the, these are just our comments. I mean, if 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 you disagree with them, uh, please comment below and say go fuck yourselves. <laughs> but, <laughs> we'll uh, take it really nicely. <laughs> but I mean, I definitely I, I didn't think, dislike the track. I was into yeah, it. Yeah, we, we um, really care about the track, which is why we're we're treating it as our own. We're stealing it from you and, and making it our own. <laughs> <laughs> it's my baby. But yeah, no, uh, oh, good, it's a nice little track. So, on the note of music. What have y'all been listening to lately? Do you mind if I try something interesting here, Goodell? Sure, go ahead. Alright, I I want everyone to come up with an album that at one point or another you thought this is the greatest album ever made, but it isn't Mucor. (laughs) How Um, can you ask me that? It's so hard. (laughs) An album that at one point I thought was the greatest album. It could be even right now. Okay, and it can be right now. Yeah. That well, I guess that changes things. Um, but it can't because I feel like my, I think my answers to those are are, like different depending on that one facet. So if it's like something now, 
If I'm reading um, you right here, this isn't like a what would you do of situation. This is more generally like, give me an album that you think or have thought has been the best album of all time, right? Yeah. I got yeah, one. All right. Daft Punk Discovery, my man. What's that? Discovery? Daft Punk's Discovery. album Discovery, which Harder, Better, Faster, Stronger was on, Aerodynamic was on. One more wait, time. Wait, wait, isn't Short that Mucor, though? I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's Mucor, though. What is it? Oh, man. I, I, I think it is. I'm going to have to check it out here, but I'm pretty sure that's Mucor. I keep doing that. You're right. <laughs> I will say that that album is my favorite Daft Punk album. My uh, my old roommate had it on vinyl, and we used to play it all the time, so now I get very nostalgic when I listen to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great yep, album. Yep, it's, it's it. Mucor. I'm looking at the chart right here. It's <laughs> underneath... Um, it's under. All right, uh, send us the bleep. chart. Send us the chart. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to s- okay, yeah, I'll send it to you right here. Um, actually, my favorite that punk one, and I think it's because I grew up with it, and so it brings back nostalgic too. Is Random Access Memories? I love yeah, that album. Yeah, that's fun. I re- I remember when Random Access Memories came out. Yeah, I really didn't like it for whatever reason. <gasps> um, but it it grew on me. It grew on me with time. I like it now. It was for me Good like Lord it was one of those albums that kind of introduced. <laughs> yeah, I know it's a huge start. <laughs> it was one of those oh, albums geez. that kind of transitioned into uh, other bands and stuff. Like I used to love um, Fun at one point. I used I all I could listen to was Fun, and then I got into like Elo and other bands that were similar to Fun, and then I stopped listening. But I still hold Fun a dear, near and dear place in my heart. Okay, so I've got an album that I love. It's actually one of my top Scrabbled albums. It's my sixth highest Scrabbled album Ooh. on Last FM that I don't think is on this particular chart. Okay. And that is That Handsome Devil's The Heart Goes to Heaven, The Head Goes to Hell. Okay. How is cool. That Handsome Devil? I love That Handsome Devil. It was introduced to me by uh, Will Spencer. Um a great really great band they're very like pessimistic they have a very just like drab outlook and uh i don't know something something about that just like bitterness in the music is is really like i i guess cathartic for me in a way Uh uh-huh should we maybe listen to a bit of it? I haven't heard any of this, so I'm like, yeah, I yeah, haven't cool. Either, yeah. <laughs> well, I can, I can send, I can send you links later. But yeah. yeah, if anybody wants to check out that handsome devil, um, a pretty, I, the first song by them that I listened to was, uh, it's called Savages, and it's, I think it's off their, um, their album. I think it's called Guns and Drugs for Everyone or something like that. Um, and I like that song quite a bit still, but. Uh, I don't know this this album that I'm talking about now. The heart goes to heaven, the head goes to hell. Just has like I don't know some of their best tracks on it, in my opinion, like Charlie's Inferno and um, whatever that you and I in Suicide song is. <laughs> uh, also, there the other album by them that I really like a lot is called A City Dressed in Dynamite, and that has an that has a song on it that y'all might have heard before. It's called uh, Rob the Presodent. It was on Rock Band too. If anybody ever played that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How how would you rate that handsome devil among your favorite artists? Well, they are. I'm pretty sure my third favorite or my third top scrabbled artist. So I don't know. Arguably top five, probably. Man, I'm looking at these like genres: experimental rock, psychobilly, alternative hip hop, jazz rock, alternative rock. <laughs> like what? How can you be all of that and more? I gotta yeah, check this band yeah. out. This is this looks nice. 
Yeah, they've got a very unique sound for sure. Anyway, um, did you want to do anything more with the MU core, or shall we move on? Um, oh wait, Will, you didn't answer. You you answered with a MU core <laughs> album. You gotta gotta Darn. you gotta say something. Uh, I would say okay. I'm not really familiar with the whole MU core thing anyway, so I'm only fishing blind here. But how All about right, I'm checking <laughs> you. I'm 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 fact checking. Okay, uh, to pimp a butterfly. Yep. Darn it. Dude, come on, really? <laughs> I, I will say, I will say, I also love to pimp a butterfly. It's, I, it's probably, mm, I don't know. I, I hesitate to say that it's my favorite Kendrick album because I, my first Kendrick album that I really loved was Good Kid, Mad City, and so I still really, you know, have a special place in my heart for that album. Oh, yeah. And also, as of like, I don't know, over the last, uh, I don't know, when it first came out. I liked it, but I wasn't in love with it. But then over time, it's really grown on me a lot. Damn is also a, a great album. And also, if I'm not wrong, it's the first rap album ever to win a Pulitzer Award, which is pretty damn cool. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that. Yeah, I had no idea they uh, awarded that to music. That's really cool. Yeah. All right, well, so yeah, come Japan on. Butterfly is a good... good come <laughs> on. <laughs> Darn it. There's like Echo there's Silence, so many. Grace, Foo Fighters. I am not. You might be. I'm not you might it. be onto something. I'm not okay. seeing. Yeah, you might be onto something there. Good. Phew. <laughs> <laughs> I think you're safe. All right, we did it. <laughs> Good day. <laughs> All right, on so, to movie and TV review. No, no, no. Yeah, no. we still got to talk about music that we've been listening to lately. Oh, jeez. Okay. So, what have y'all been listening to lately? Oh man, you know, if if this had come up like a week ago. I would be saying 100% lo-fi chill hop, like the yeah. music music you can listen, relax, and study to. Music. Beats to relax and study. Yeah. To. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I I just I need instrumental lo-fi hip hop in my life, and that's such a great source of it. I love working to it, relaxing and studying to it. Damn it, that's just like the exact kind of mood I like to be in after work. You know. I don't I don't know if you're being sarcastic or not but that uh, unironically no like, i am I, not I, being I, ironic i, I love i legitimately show. love it and listen to it all the time it is pretty you should nice. check out um you should check out a good friend of ours uh called sro uh he's on newgrounds as sro social uh he makes lo-fi hip-hop please oh, did yeah. he probably change his it. newgrounds name yeah he did he did change his newgrounds oh, name. finally the reason i said up to a week ago is because uh, we finally got like a speaker in our lobby at work and as the person there most mornings I get to kind of decide what we listen to during the day and I put it on just a lot on uh, the lo-fi channel Dudes, mm. if you don't like it. No, here's the thing. If you love music, don't put it on your work radio Because <laughs> you'll hear it yeah. 40 hours a week <laughs> and it's not gonna be your favorite anymore Work radio and alarm clock are the two ways to kill your favorite song Yep. Yo, yep. okay. Mm -hmm. Alarm clock is so true. I, I'm, I'm glad that somebody else thinks that. Yeah. Too. Uh, when I when I was in high school, when I was first getting into MGMT, so there, MGMT is one of my all-time favorite bands. God, yes. I, uh, Congratulations is absolutely like one of my top albums. Period. Um, 
but I, when I was first getting into them, of course, I only knew like the big big name tracks off of Oracular Spectacular. So I was like, I love like electric feel. I made that my my alarm sound. And to this day, hearing it gives me headaches. Yep, that'll do it. <laughs> anyway, so music I've been listening to lately. Damn you, little box. I, I am stuck. I'm absolutely stuck in a spirit phone loop by Lemon Demon. For anybody who's not familiar, Lemon Demon is uh, another Neil Cesariga music project uh, that's been going on since forever. Um, you may be familiar with the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. That's a Lemon Demon. God, Neil anyway, Cesariga's so my- uh, mass- massive remix of a Wonderwall is the funniest thing I've ever heard with my two ears in my life. Wall spin? Yeah. <laughs> honestly, honestly, though, out of all of the mo- or out of all the mouth albums, uh, my favorite song on any of them, Crocodile Chop. It's <laughs> <laughs> Chop Suey and Crocodile Rock. It's amazing. <laughs> I love it so much. Anyway, uh, on Spirit Phone, the song As Your Father, I Expressly Forbid It, is some of the most oh, like, yeah. incredible songwriting I've oh. ever heard. Because there's these lines like, it's, <laughs> the, the concept is your your grandpa's coming to dinner, me. so don't yeah don't don't talk about the internet. You will not bring your Game Boy or whatever to the table. And then there's the second verse is like, <laughs> did you, you take my, my medicine, medicine <laughs> that I used to keep my hair? What, I, it's obvious you stole it and you sold it on the street because you, you don't, don't even care, care if I lose my hair. <laughs> Okay, I found like, my medicine. I'm sorry that I yelled at you, but let this be a lesson if you ever steal my medicine. That's, that's what, what I'll, I'll do. do. I'll yell at you. I'll yell at you. Dude, I have no, I have loved that song for so long. I mean, before so before Spiritphone even came out, um, he there were some of the songs he was kind of releasing, and he had the instrumental to it, and there was a live version of it. So what I did, I mishmashed the two, and I made my own version of it like a good year or two years before that version even came out. I I, uh, I love Lemon Demon. That's all I gotta say. And Modest Mouth. That's yep. the best. Um, that's the best mix by far. <laughs> Modest Mouth is also so good. I it love is. that it starts out with the sum and then it just <laughs> goes into the goes into the instrumental immediately after that for <laughs> it's, float it on. It scared me so much because I I was like okay so he made like his own instrumental cover. I hadn't heard, listened to Float On by this point. And so now whenever I listen to Float On, all I can do is sing All Star over it. Because it's, it's, so, it's so scary how the two songs match up. It's, it's funny to me that you'd never heard Float On before listening to that mashup. Because Modest Mouse is probably my favorite band, period. So um, they're definitely my, my most listened to on Last FM, anyway. And uh, and so to me, it's like the opposite. I mean, obviously, I'd, you know, I know All Star, of course. But to me, like it's just... I don't know. It's 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 funny to me for I think the opposite reason. Hearing that vocal over that instrumental. <laughs> anyway, so those mashup albums are incredible. I love them so much. All right, is that it for movie music? reviews? My favorite section. <laughs> you want me let's to go first, Goodell? I'll I'll go first. I'll do it. No, let's let our special guest go first. Okay. What, what movies do you like, Will? I uh, found and saw a movie the other day. That is called Deep Cover. It's from 1992. If you guys haven't seen this, have you? Nobody has. I have not. I, I have not. This is early. Probably because it's uh, a deep undercover. Early Lawrence Fishburne. Back when he was actually credited as Larry Fishburne. Oh, yeah. Cowboy Curtis. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm Pee Wee. 
Lawrence Fishburne plays a, a police officer who goes under deep cover as a drug lord to sort of do what those people do, I guess. And it's a story about him, you know, realizing that the criminal side of him is actually the part that makes the most sense and have it becoming disillusioned with the police force and just becoming a criminal. Sounds like a good movie, right? Yeah. It's not really. Oh. <laughs> well, darn. It's super campy and it's hilarious. And Lawrence Fishburne, to me, is a very classically trained, like... I'm not going to say this is a reason why it was bad. It's just a reason why I personally found it funny. Lawrence Fishburne is such a classically, like, great actor with such, like, a great trained voice and diction. And him trying to sort of thug himself into playing this drug lord guy in, in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like if I was to try to play a drug lord in the 90s, it's about how realistic. <laughs> My girlfriend and I watched it the other night, and I, I was like, after the movie, I think Patrick, I think, I think Patrick Stewart would actually sell this better than Lawrence Fishburne is selling this. Jeez. Uh, Jeff Goldblum is actually so in it sad. too. Early Jeff Goldblum. Being just as like nerdy oh, hey. and uh, and uh, weird as uh, usual, and he's hilarious because he's also like peddling drugs and. Oh my god. Yeah. That sounds. That sounds really. It's good, just actually. real fun, guys, and it's really fun that to sounds, make fun of. That sounds hilarious. <laughs> There's a little scene where they have Jeff Goldblum, like talking about the sexual things he's done with women, just to kind of like paint himself <laughs> as a character and stuff. But, like, the things that Jeff Goldblum, the actor, says and what comes out of his mouth during that scene of him trying to describe the things that women have done with him in the bedroom <laughs> will simultaneously make you as hilariously happy and not horny for the rest of your life at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's what both the inventor of graham crackers and cornflakes had hoped to achieve, yeah. but failed miserably. Making sure kids so. never masturbate again. All they just need to do is see this clip. <laughs> beautiful. Amazing. There's my movie review. I hope that helps. <laughs> that, that, that was yeah, it. that was great. Good, good review. Good. Little Box, what do you watch? Well, I'm kind of... Uh, I don't know if I mentioned this before, but I'm going through the uh, 1,001 films to watch before you die. I have an old copy right. from, like, 03, and so I decided I'm going to go through all these movies, and I'm going to watch every single one of them. So uh, right now I'm about 1922, and uh, I just want to take some time and talk about the director, D.W. Griffith. You guys know D.W. Griffith? I know of him. The name sounds familiar. He made a film called The Birth of a Nation in 1915, and it was the highest-grossing silent film of all time. Now, you know what the problem of it was? What? What? Well, it was a film that um, glorified the KKK. In fact, the KKK are the protagonists in this film, and um, it single-handedly started the uh, reboot of the KKK, which grew to about two to three million and uh, killed a bunch of innocent people. Uh, so in that Black. aspect, it's not a very good film. However, I I, uh, I, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I think it gets a bad rap. <laughs> Justify so, it. Uh, so first, so I'm going to say I might I might have a bias. So the the um this film predominantly takes place um uh, 1800s uh, civil war and reconstruction, 
and it takes place location-wise in Piedmont, South Carolina. I live in Greenville, South Carolina, so I kind of, I'm, I'm near that section, so I might have a little southern bias here when I'm talking. But, so, here's the thing. Uh, in the film, it talks about the Civil War and stuff, and uh, Lincoln's point painted as a good guy, you know, he's like, I'm, I'm gonna make sure the South, I'm gonna treat them as if they never left, basically. Then he gets shot, and um, the antagonist is actually President Andrew Johnson, who is, um, they, they actually change his name in the film. But he's shown as a very bad guy who wants to get revenge on the South and that kind of thing. So um, they they put in a, a bunch of um, a bunch of black people into um, Congress and stuff, and it's a majority, like overwhelming, like 101 to 23 kind of thing. And you know none of the um, the white the white people feel that there's they don't deserve to be there because they don't have the training and whatever. And when they get to vote, they, they're black soldiers holding guns, telling them to vote for the for the black candidates. So they don't feel like they're being treated very fair. So uh, what do they do? They make the KKK, and they kill they kill um, this one black guy who's um, who killed the main character's sister. And so um, and so they and and by the end the black people are all ra- raging and going mad and stuff. And so the KKK comes and they save the day. And um, whack. I I, f- I feel like I don't think it was in DW. Griffith's interest to make this a white supremacist film. I think that's honestly he he grew up in Virginia, and so I think he he honestly felt like this is what the world was like during Reconstruction because the Southerners felt like they got a very bad deal at that point in time, and that the KKK was the natural response to the overwhelming putting down all the white Southerners kind of thing. So I, I feel like it gets a bad rap in that aspect. You're not really thinking of the perspective of of the time and how he grew up and that's what he thought of course the kkk kill a lot of very innocent people and are not very good guys at all but i mean i feel like this movie should not be completely discarded for one i mean actually it started the whole hollywood epic the the entire structure of the movie is single i would say single-handedly responsible for the formula of every hollywood movie to come but I mean, people think they should discard it completely because it's a it's a record of hate. I watched this one video essay, and they're like, you should remind it as a record of hatred, and that's not true at all. In fact, I mean, all the D.W. Griffith movies have morals to them. He he believes in good and evil and stuff, and it, it's not that at all. I don't think that was his intention at all. So I feel like, given the proper perspective, this film should be. Uh, I don't know how to finish that sentence. So you know what you know what this evokes to my mind is have either of you ever read any um lovecraft i haven't no but i, I know read of lovecraft. It. <laughs> yeah okay so i i'm a big lovecraft fan i've got his complete uh complete fictions um in a big old beautiful book and i i really like lovecraft stories but lovecraft was remarkably racist and not just remarkably racist for the 1920s 1930s he was remarkably racist then like even his racist (laughs) friends were like hey dude you should probably turn down the racism a little bit um and and so you know i i feel pretty comfortable in saying that lovecraft bad person terrible person but made some really good literary works and I, I guess, and it's one of those things where I don't always know exactly how I can kind of reconcile yeah. those things. It's a huge I don't, I, deal. I mean, we're talking about, you know, respecting the art, not the artist. Like the dilemma right. of loving Woody Allen's movies and Bill Cosby's TV and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Exactly, exactly. And and frankly, I'm in a position where I I don't really know too much about Woody Allen. I know his like situation. He like married his stepdaughter or something to that effect. Uh, yeah. I do know more about Bill Cosby, however. And and Bill Cosby's one where I where I frankly would not be comfortable separating the art yeah. from the artist. Right. Um, but I don't know why I could justify doing so for Lovecraft. I guess because presumably he never drugged and raped anybody. But um, <laughs> maybe it's also a like, time thing. Maybe it's because he's farther back in history. Maybe you weren't alive maybe for is. the scandal of him being uncovered as a racist. You know? Yeah. It all but, I mean, it's more real with Cosby nowadays. It, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and it, it, all, it also determines on the work. Like, did this work like change the the future of? of like other literary works to come and I think a lot of people fans of H.P. Lovecraft would say yes I would say yes as well but I think you could say the same about Cosby's TV show no, <laughs> so I- <laughs> no I'm, that's not a joke I had to take a TV history class in college and there was a part about how the Cosby show revolutionized the sitcom and revolutionized the character right. of the father in the sitcom oh was my a, God. it was a big yeah. deal yeah no kidding and also a, a uh, uh, you know African Americans and sitcoms Big That's true. Them. Yeah, no, you no, you are right there. It's just that yeah. you have to weigh that against. Yeah, yeah. Bill Cosby. Gotta, I mean, like, <laughs> I, I, I can I can watch Woody Allen movies. I love Woody Allen movies, and even though he's kind of a creep, I I, I, li- I like his movies. And the same with Roman Polanski, right? Roman Polanski, he he can't come back to the country now because he touched some thirteen-year-old. But I mean, like, The Pianist is still by itself a very good movie. Yeah. And so I mean, it gets to that kind of point, and um. I, th- I do think it depends on how closely the related the work is to the author. Um, like, um, Goodell, you know Jank, right? The band Jank? Yeah. Um, so the lead singer of Jank did something not very nice. and But I, c- I can listen to Jank, but he did a project where he tried to defend himself for one crime without fessing up to another. And um, I can't listen to that at all because it, it just sounds like a bunch of hypocrisy. So I think... It, I, I, the art has to be a certain distance from the creator. I don't know. If anybody's still listening at this <laughs> past an hour and a half mark, hello. Uh, feel free to leave your thoughts in the reviews or Wait, on our news. Post. Oh my god, we have been going a long ass time. Jeez. So I think I think we might be at a point where we should wrap it up, unless anybody's got any news that they would like to announce, any announcements that you want to make, or anything to that effect. I'm good. Can I talk about Grounds Patrol one more time? Grounds yeah. Patrol is a bi-monthly podcast. It comes out every month on the 1st and on the 15th. And it is a it has a couple different facets to it right now. I mean, I know you guys were very nice in saying that Grounds Patrol had a vision going forward, but there wasn't that much vision. <laughs> so right now, we are kind of doing this uh, fun dance between creator interview podcast episodes and like variety show episodes where we talk about where we I where I talk a little bit about different crews on Newgrounds and have different segments and talk about the portal statistics and it's growing right now but that's what it is so if you like Newgrounds stuff and you're interested either in the goings on of the website Newgrounds or just what it means to be a creator on the on, on the internet in 2019 I think Grounds Patrol is relevant for that so um, give it a listen how about that there you go sales pitch done groundspatrol.newgrounds.com is where you can find the Grounds Patrol body of work, I guess. And you can find it on Twitter at Grounds Patrol. And I am also on Twitter at Will KMR. Alrighty, I think with that we will 
call it a day. Will, I'm going to come back tomorrow. I'm going to make a bigger castle. Bigger than yours. Bigger than <laughs> anyone's. What is your, who's going to help uh, you? Your dad? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, hey, come here. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hey, you know what, guys? It sucks that we both have the same dad, though. Oh, jeez. I know. Yeah, I did, um, yeah, my, uh, no one told you, right? I mean, my dad left my mom for your mom. So, uh, yeah, we're technically, we're half-brothers. And I think here is the perfect place for us to talk about this for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> no. And with that, we'll call it kidding a day. Aside, gonna, guys, gonna... Kidding aside, guys. The podcasts are going to coexist. I love yours, and I'm very happy that you guys like mine. And the castles will all get together and become one giant castle one day. <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. All right. Under the sun. And yeah. how many? All right, Will. Thank you. Thank you so yes, much for you, coming Will. on the show. It was a it was a blast to have you. Yes. Uh, good to come on, guys. Thank you so much. Of course. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye, everyone. I hope you have a good day. Or night. Or afternoon. <laughs>